As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 7-4. Call in the next 10 minutes and you'll also receive free shipping and free batteries for life. Listen Clear is lightweight and practically invisible, so people won't notice when you're wearing it. So again, if you or someone you love is suffering from hearing loss, please give them or yourself this life-changing 100% free in-home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-713-9374. That's 1-800-713-9374. 1-800-713-9374. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Tom Busby, CNBC. It's happened again. Fast food giant Arby's, the latest chain to see its payment systems breached by malicious software, putting info of more than 350,000 customer credit and debit cards at risk. It was only at restaurants that are owned by the chain, though, not at ones owned by franchisees. Fresh new records high for all the major averages today on Wall Street following a round of strong earnings ahead of the opening bell. And President Trump saying he's close to announcing his overhaul of the nation's tax codes. The Dow today up 118 points on the news, the Nasdaq adding 32. Earlier, President Trump met with top airline executives talking about job creation, rebuilding airport infrastructure, and privatizing and modernizing the nation's air traffic control system. Meantime, FlightAware reports that airlines canceled 4,000 flights nationwide today and tomorrow because of a massive snowstorm slamming the entire Northeast. Tom Busby, CNBC. America, it's time for some straight talk. You love your phone. Look at you. You hardly put it down. But you don't love that expensive wireless plan, do you? So what if I told you you can keep that phone network and number two for half the cost? Well, this is me telling you, it's time to switch to straight talk, guys. Bring your own phone and get unlimited plans starting at just 45 bucks a month on America's largest, most dependable 4G LTE networks. Straight talk wireless, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. A month equals 30 days. Please refer always to the latest terms and conditions of service at straighttalk.com. Samsung's washers and dryers don't just have features for brilliant performance. They're brilliantly priced, too. How brilliant? Buy the pair with up to $600 off. That is brilliant. Yeah, and you can purchase in-store now. Samsung. Bring it home. Offer valid January 11th through March 1st at participating retailers. Discount taken off regular retail prices. Retailers displayed price reflects discount. Actual discount may vary by model and retailer. Offer is non-transferable and void where prohibited or restricted by law. Prices is marked. A busy night in the NBA included the Clippers rallying past the Knicks 119 to 115. It was former Nick Jamal Crawford who had a tie-breaking three-pointer with little more than a minute left, but another former Nick Charles Oakley made headlines during the game, arrested after a first-quarter scuffle with Madison Square Garden security guards just off the court. Elsewhere, the Kings cooled off the Celtics 108-92. Boston had won seven straight. Warriors blew away the Bulls 123 to 92. The T-Wolves clawed past the Raptors 112-109. 
Jazz tuned up the Pelicans, 127-94. Grizzlies eclipsed the Suns, 110-91. Heat burned the Bucks 106-88 for their 11th straight win. The Nets have lost 11 in a row. They fell in overtime to the Wizards, 114-110. Pistons ran over the Lakers, 121-102. The Hawks flew by the Nuggets, 117-106. Cavaliers pommeled the Pacers, 132-117. And the Spurs kicked the 76ers, 111-103. That's sports. Marker Day, NBC News Radio. Did you know that more than 100,000 people a day are downloading game apps? Mobile apps have become a normal part of everyday lives. Now there's a new exciting sports app that lets you play along with your favorite professional sports team in real time. With this fantastic app, you can predict the next play and even outguess your favorite team members. The more predictions you get correct, the more points you receive. Points can be exchanged for cool prizes, like your favorite jerseys, hats, airline tickets, sports tickets, even a new car. You can play this amazing sports app by yourself, with your friends, or even with a large group of fans from all over the world. This incredible sports app is called FireFan, and it's available right now. Check it out. Sign up today at www.freefirefanapp.com. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Tom Ladd. For this afternoon, it'll be sunny. Expect a high near 82. Calm wind out of the west at 5. Cloudy tonight with a low of 54. Chance of rain after 10 a.m. Friday should be mostly cloudy with a high near 69. Friday night, rain likely cloudy, then becoming partly cloudy with a low of 48. Saturday, it'll be sunny with a high of 63. That's your weather forecast for this hour from KCAA, 10.50 a.m., 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM, 3 and 1, the trifecta of talk in Southern California. This is KCAA. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the greatest real estate investment show ever. Here's the flip-flop investor himself, Todd Bayer. All right. Oh, thank you. I get an applause for once. I oh, wait a minute. I yes. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, one finger. For, oh, okay, thanks. Rich. That's a two-finger approach. <laughs> two uh, finger. Applause, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, well, like he said in the intro there, this is the Flip-Flop Investor Show. Uh, this is where we talk about real estate investing here locally in the Inland Empire uh, and abroad. We could talk about real estate really anywhere, but we live here, we operate here, so we talk about it here. Today we're going to have a shopping episode, which is great, and we have one of the fellow KCAA radio broadcasters with us. Bev, how you doing, Bev? I'm doing fabulous. How about yourself? Doing well. And I'll tell you, you look really spiffy today. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I wear this every Thursday. Um, I should get it cleaned at yeah. some point. No. Yes. I wash it weekly, very weekly. <laughs> Do you Cold or water or warm water? No, wait, wait a minute. Do you or your other half washes it? Actually, we pay a laundry service to do our laundry. <laughs> oh, give me the number. <laughs> sure. Yeah, they're in Riverside. They're great. Do they uh, pick up and deliver? They do. I'm just outside of their area, so I got to drop off. But uh, it's okay. fine because I can do my laundry in about five minutes a day or a week because it takes about a minute to drop it off and about four minutes to pick it up. I got to find somebody like that. You know, our hours are getting so screwy, you know, and you see this pile in the laundry room and you're going, shut the door. I don't want to look at it yet. And like we were talking earlier, yeah. on Sunday is my day off. And usually that's when I play Susie Hellmaker. Mm -hmm. That means the laundry. Yeah. Right. And I'm going, oh, God, come on. Got to be a different way to do this. There is. And I love it. Ever since we switched, because I was giving up an entire weekend day to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather spend time with my family, go do something. I don't want to stay at home all day focusing on laundry and, you know, mowing the lawn and all that. So I hire every service out I could possibly hire out. I want to see pictures of you doing the laundry. Oh, I man. That might be interesting. I think the last time I did laundry was 10 years ago. <laughs> You know, you lucky man. You. My my wife is great. She always does laundry. Prior to that, mm -hmm. now it's like one load a month <laughs> that we may end up doing at home. Well, with him, he knows with what the room is. He sees the washer dry. That's the extent of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, <laughs> he has no clue how to do washer dry. I just say, what's that doing there? Shouldn't it be cleaned? <laughs> you know what? It's it's a good racket to pretend to not how to use the machine. Yes. I get it. It makes sense. <laughs> You just act like you don't know what you're doing, and somebody say, here, let me take over. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why his pile is going like this, why mine is coming down like that. <laughs> <laughs> the honey-do list. Yeah. Yes. So um, I wanted to talk to Rich, because we're going to save the shopping Uh-oh. stuff for later, because okay. we talk about the flips, we talk about the flops on the show, but we've talked more about the flips lately, and I want to talk about a flop. Um, and this is a flop that took a long time that oh. Rich was involved in, and... Uh, that's how I met you guys, was yes. through this flop. Uh, yes. was, what, two years ago? Approximately. But it was two years ago I met you, but you started dealing with this, what? Oh, a year and a half before that. Yeah, yeah so. about three years. Well, you know, I'm a Pollock, so it took me all my <laughs> life to learn how to do the biggest real estate flop you could ever do. Oh, I wouldn't say it's the biggest, so don't you oh, know? I feel better you're, already. You don't have to feel too bad about it, but <laughs> it's a it was a flop, and um, I, I think I think really what it was was being nice, you know. Yes, being nice. It's a business for us, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not a business for the people that occupy our property. Well, some people are in the business of taking advantage of other people. Sure. So, just to give you the background on this, since we're alluding to it here, um, I was loaning money out to people who, to do their flips, mm-hmm. and it went just fine. Uh, usually it was a contractor, and he'd borrow something, and within three months, four months, paid me back with interest, and there we went. Yep. And I was looking to get some more money out there, and this strange deal came up. But it was a good amount of money, and uh, I didn't go by my own rules that I had set. Mm. I violated them. Break, rule number one, <clears throat> don't break the rules. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, and I didn't inspect this house as close as I should have. So when we got a report on it from the uh, appraiser, uh, there were a few mistakes, like air conditioning was supposed to be there brand new, but it wasn't. Mm. And things like that that got overlooked going in, that I once I got in and I loaned the money and I was going up there to check things out, I said, how'd they miss that? But one of my rules was... And this is for me. I don't know if it's for everybody. Never loan more than about a hundred thousand on one house. Okay. In other words, you know, if you have a million, loan to ten people. Don't loan the million to one because sure. when he fails, you're done. Right. So that was rule one. I went almost double that. Not the thing to do. Uh, number two, uh, I would have checked more. If if I'm loaning him money to a flipper, I want to know everything I can about him, not just the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. What I found out is you can go to the Hall of Records and find out if they've been in court or whatever. Absolutely. You can also do DMV. And a few other things like that that you might not normally think of. Right. Because that might give you an inclination of who you're dealing with. Yeah. I know a lot of, a lot of lenders out there will... They'll take a credit report, mm-hmm. not necessarily check your FICO score. They don't care. They actually want to see what your borrowing patterns are, yes. what kind of debt you owe, things like that. But it also what kind of person you are. And usually if you've been in court and you've been sued or suing people and all that, and it's maybe even due to real estate, which I found out on this later, uh, that would have stopped me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying you do a little bit more checking out in, in these areas that you're not thinking about, not only money and credit scores, but how they are. So anyway, uh, we went along, and uh, when I got my first check in the form of two money orders, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said to myself, this isn't going to go well, (laughs) because that's not the normal way you get paid. Right. It's usually a check from a business account. Sure. And money orders, you know, people hide that way. Right. So I got my second check all right, and I said, well... I'm still a little worried, but I got the next one. I got my third one the same way. Okay. Fourth one, phone call, we can't pay. Mm. I said, ooh, I knew it wasn't going to go well. (laughs) And the stuff that was supposed to be getting done with this money wasn't getting done. Nothing was happening. It was a disaster and a state of disaster. And so upon going up and having a meeting, uh, I saw that nothing was getting done. Now they can't pay. And I thought, well, you know... I hate it when banks foreclose on people. Right. Why don't they give them a little break? You know, they, maybe that's just what they need instead of just doing it the way they do it. 
So I decided to make a little agreement that I wrote up and give him a little break. Okay. Well, it took a while. I thought everything was fine. And the way I wrote this agreement, I shouldn't have. I should have gone to a lawyer if I really wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. But what I really should have done was foreclosed. Right. Because that's normal cost of business. I'm sorry. Right. This is a business. I was trying to be nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that being said, I, I made a little agreement. We were supposed to go ahead and do some things. And they these people were living there. And they were living there borrowing electricity from next door to boot. So I had yeah. a lot of red flags oh, going man. on. And so we finally, over a period of about nine months or so, I invested money into fixing it up and all that while they were still staying there. Then it came time to sell. Mm-hmm. And so we said, you know, you're going to have to move out because we have to clean up the room you're in and we have to have this place ready to sell. Mm -hmm. And it was part of what I thought I was our verbal agreement. They didn't want to move out. So we went to court, got on, uh, tried to get an order to move out. They started fighting back. They, and by the time they got out, they had destroyed a lot of the place inside. One of the rooms had animals in it with and, and dogs. And, and they actually put cats in the house to go potty all over the floor <laughs> just because they were nasty. That was the purpose. And the oh, garbage garbage was three feet tall in, in part of it. So finally, after going around and around in court, we got them out. Um, had to go in and clean that mess up and go on from there. Uh, A second time. Yes. <laughs> and then we got sued because they said that we tried to trick them or whatever, and we didn't. Right. I mean, I, I don't believe in that. But here comes the suit, and you got to answer it. Mm -hmm. And, of course, as soon as you get involved with a lawyer, their job is to get as much money out of you as they can. <laughs> so, you know, give us this down, and we'll take care of it. Well, it didn't quite get taken care of as it should. Right. And that's why when it dragged on, and then they put a Liz Pendence on the house mm -hmm. because it was real estate-related lending and suit and all that. Yep. And, and they can stop you from doing anything in that house till that thing is done. Yep, you're not selling, you're not borrowing, you're not no. doing anything with that property. And I was told, get that thing sold before they put the Liz Pendence because they were kind of doing their own little suit with a little help from a lawyer at first. Mm -hmm. But given enough time, they found a lawyer who was able to take the case on contingency. A smart lawyer. Yes. <laughs> and the first thing he did was that Liz Penance, and it was still in my name. So in, in going through the middle of this, I, next thing I should have done is got it sold off or handed off or done something. Mm -hmm. uh, not saying that I shouldn't have even started this. <laughs> right. So finally, we had to make an agreement with uh, with them in court um, and with a... Um, what do they call that when you get together and try to hash it out without going mediation mediation and i had to give them a ton of money to get rid of them right. so i could free it up and sell it yep and then being this was up in the upper desert it was right on the golf course and it was a strange house but mm -hmm. it was a nice location considering what you have up yeah, there nice neighborhood yes and uh it took a little while to sell it and money is running out, and mm -hmm. we still had to do a few things. Uh, one other aside, I should say that when you're involved with a house, uh, especially if you're flipping it, make darn sure that the septic tank isn't located in the garage <laughs> because they will get you for that. You you can't. Right. This This was outside of the garage at one time. They built the garage right over it. Don't ask me how they got away with it. And there it sat till we were going to sell, and the other real estate brokers uh, called in an inspector who said, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. So you have to allow them the money or fix it and put it in a new one outside. Or get them to agree to accept it as is. Yes, but they'd have to worry about it when they sold it. Right. So they wouldn't do that. They said that, that was another $6,000, mm -hmm. and we got away cheap in comparison to what you could pay for septic tanks. Yep. <laughs> so... You know, have your own inspection when you're going in. Look for things like that, like a septic tank and some other odds and ends that I don't even want to get into here. But you've really got to know what you're doing or have good a good advice on what you're doing when you're going into this. Sure. Now, a contractor usually has a lot more knowledge than we were because 
we were lending money. We weren't trying to be the contractor. Right. We just became the accidental flipper. Mm -hmm. So anyway, long story short, uh, a lot of money got lost in the transaction. We made money on the house. We lost money with the lawyer and all the waiting and going around and around. Yeah. And that you got a Harvard education in... <laughs> it was very expensive. Very expensive. So I say to people, if, uh, and especially when you're having your meetings every mm -hmm. third Wednesday of the month. Fourth Wednesday, Fourth actually. Wednesday, yeah. excuse me. Duh. <laughs> anyway, when you're having... Is that why he didn't come? No. <laughs> <laughs> he came the third Wednesday, not the fourth Yeah, Wednesday. and he says, where is everybody? <laughs> where, where is everybody? You missed it. <laughs> but anyway, when you have the meeting, that if people come to that meeting, meet other people that are in the business, uh, learn what your special guests are saying, and ask some questions, then they can get some answers if they want to get into this flipping mm -hmm. game or what have you. And get some education before it gets very costly. Absolutely. And, yeah, with real estate, you know, you have very large numbers you're dealing with. So the, the amount of people oh. that come into real estate looking to, you know, pilfer it in some sort of way, there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of things you can do to avoid those people. Mm -hmm. um, I've, you mentioned getting an, uh, an inspection done prior to a, get, doing a deal. I, I think that's a fan. I tell people to do it all the time yes. because it's uh, – if, if you're not an expert property inspector, you hire an expert to do it. It costs you a few bucks. You know, but it's worth it because in the end you're going to avoid losing that money. Well, more than that, when I loaned the money, we did have an inspector come in and he missed the air conditioning. He marked that it was there. Uh, so while you're going down those check boxes mm -hmm. and the inspector says, "Oh, I did this and it's all kosher," you've got to use your own head a little bit and go box by box and say, "Does that sound right? Does that sound?" And maybe, and not maybe, but do your own little inspection, absolutely. especially with air conditioning mm -hmm. there was none there it was gone it was supposed to be there then it was supposed to be in boxes ready to be installed mm -hmm. that's what we think happened it was there possibly when the inspector went there in boxes mm -hmm. ready to be installed and then it was sold off and uh, you know yep. on the side so I've seen that happen really it's happened to me oh boy yeah, things have a tendency of growing feet and legs. Oh, yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yep. And what I learned about this, uh, when you have the appliances, whatever, coming into to the property, mm -hmm. right? When they come in, make sure that everything else is done mm -hmm. and the inspection is done. Get everything in there, your air conditioner, your heater, whatever it is, right? Then go in and take photographs immediately after of course on that photograph write the date when it was installed yeah and then when the inspector comes in to check have his paperwork attached to these photographs yep and and that's how you're going to cover and like rich said when we went back it was gone well the beautiful now, thing is smartphones now they have these uh geolocation tags yes. that get saved yes. within your phone so the image actually gets saved with the location of it so an insurance company can now see this was taken within the property mm -hmm. it's already date stamped you know and that's dated and stamped by the uh cell phone provider it's not from your phone's internal clock so once upon right. a time you would have held up a newspaper with a date in the picture <laughs> you know this way it's automatic uh, but, you know, this is a situation where we were the lender and didn't want to be the flipper but became the flipper. Yep. But if we were the flipper, we'd be on the other side, of course, right away. We'd be borrowing the money, and mm -hmm. the, the lender would have to be the one that acted like us and watch what they're doing. Right. So if I'm going to be the lender, I have to check all these boxes and, and watch everything that's going on. And I would rather make sure that I'm lending the money to a contractor type who's not trying to live there on the side mm -hmm. and who's done um, more than one house. The, 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 the loan before that was to a guy that had done 18 flips mm -hmm. That's pretty and borrowed money or whatever. <laughs> And he did a good job. Mm -hmm. I went as far as going on Google Earth and checking where he lived to yeah. see if the trucks were parked in the, in the lot. And, <laughs> and he had a big one-acre property. Yeah, mm -hmm. He was a real contractor. He'd done a lot of flips. He, uh, we went to one of his other ones before this. We talked to the man directly. Uh, so we were really conscious and, and skipped some of that on this. Mm -hmm. So you, you really have to do your due diligence and be on top of it. It's, it's, sometimes it's bad when, you, when your only client is a really good client 
because you forget how much you're supposed to be doing, yes. you know, and yes. you, you know, when you, when you have this contractor or this, whoever the case may be, and they're doing such a fantastic job that you don't have to really pay that much attention to them, you know, then you get, then you hire some new person and you're treating him like you treated that last guy. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was just going to say that if you're the flipper and you're, you're going in there and doing it or mm-hmm. responsible as the flipper and you're going to hire your contractors, you know, it takes a little while unless you have access to other people that point you to good contractors. Mm-hmm. You have to find some guys, and, and it took us a little while. Uh, we didn't have anybody say, use this guy, this guy. We were up there in the desert all by ourselves, and uh, one way or another, we, we bumped into some people locally who, who were reasonable, mm-hmm. did a heck of a good job. We did get lucky there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, we had an electrician who was a retired fellow, but he had his license and all that. Yeah. Uh, we had a plumber the same way. We had another guy that he was working a day job in the field, but he did this a little, a few things for us at night. Uh, and we found a good plumber because there's an awful lot of people out there take advantage of you. They oh, yeah. charge you through the nose. They don't go to do a good job. We had a blockage in the sewer. We had, oh, went in the phone book, <laughs> found a local guy, plumber. They came out. Uh, this guy put a snake down and said, "Oh, you, you, I think you got a blockage down there." He said, "I think I could free it." He goes up on the roof into the vent to the uh, drainage system, right. puts a hose up there, <laughs> turns it on full blast to clear this blockage. Well, the water didn't clear the blockage. It simply came out the toilet in the bathroom and <laughs> flooded the whole bathroom. And I'm going, "What? Yeah, yeah. you know, how did you learn how to do this?" <laughs> So, and in fact, we didn't pay him. We told him, get out of here, and he didn't even try to get paid. We got the next guy in who was smart, and he said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. He got his little uh, uh, electric little snake snake and and blocked it out of the right way. And he says, boy, we had like 60, 70 feet to go, 80 feet. He said, this is going a long way. Yeah. Finally, it hit the tank and came out. But he wasn't putting a hose down on the roof. Yeah. You know. The amount of pressure you're going to generate from the amount of water that you oh, run down that hose. Oh, when it came nothing. out, good night. <laughs> so when we're trying to be not only the flipper but the the contractor, so to speak, because mm-hmm. we're hiring the subs uh, and, and we're just learning this, boy, you better have your hat on and, and your brain engaged. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to think and ask. And uh, it, it's just it takes a little time to learn that. Yeah, there's a there's a learning curve and you know, there's a reason why investors usually pay a lot less to contractors, plumbers, electricians, things like that. It's because they're on them all the time. If you want the convenience of not having to be on your contractor all the time, you pay for that. You know, you yes. pay for that level of confidence and safety and security. You well, you'd, you'd hire a lead contractor and he'd get all the subs. Generally, yeah. But if you want to cut him out, you're going to be that. Mm-hmm. You better know a little bit about what you're doing or learn in about three seconds. <laughs> yeah, and expect to be on jo- on the job site every day. Uh, well, and then the other thing that everybody should do, and they should know this even before they get started, anything with real estate, when you have to have your contractors and your plumbers, electricians, on and on and on and on, you talk to them, you, f- you get a feeling of them, right? First thing, go to the neighbor's. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think this. Go to the neighbors and say, hey, do you know Joe Baloney, the the plumber guy? You, you know, what is yeah. it? And then talk to them and see what the neighbors have to say. And they say, no, I didn't use them, but so-and-so did. Yeah. Go and talk to that so-and-so. Yeah. Right? And it takes time, but it's worth it. And then also go to the city and double-check that they are licensed. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, oh, it's a plumber. They have their own business. They're licensed. Wrong. Yeah. Just take the extra time. You know, have a nice lunch. Have some your flip-flops on, like the (laughs) flip-flops investors, white jeans, whatever, and have some lunch and go to take one day, go right down this whole list, Mm -hmm. right, and do it all. And then go into City Hall, see if they ever got sued. All of this. Do your homework because the more homework you do, Mm -hmm. the better and faster this um, project is going to go on. But some people just don't do that. You know, when you try to be also your own contractor, you better know a little bit about the different trades involved. If you're going to have somebody come in, you know, every once in a while you have this thing where you say, you know, maybe I can hire a guy that doesn't have a license because I can get him cheaper. Mm -hmm. You come in and do a little work for me. Mm -hmm. But if you really got to watch him, you better know what he's supposed to do. And it gets a little problematic. Yeah. You know, we've... 
a good buddy of mine, he's worked for the same flooring company for 15 years. So, But he does all their installs. He even does some of their estimates and things for uh-huh. them. So he's somebody I can hire who's not licensed, but I can hire him, and I'm confident in his ability. He's done several of my properties. And flooring is a little safer than electrical or plumbing, especially electrical. That yeah. can really get you. But plumbing, yeah, uh, you'll get electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> or drown or have water coming out of your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one thing that we really found is when we did this, because it took us so long, we did find some good people right. who yes. we would have used again. But I see now that the – and this is a slightly jumping to a different subject. The market is changing from the easy flipping and, and you can make money. It's getting much harder today to get those deals and get them through. Not Unless it's a, like you guys that – We're know, not having a problem, but it, hey. You put your flip-flops on and you're making a, <laughs> making a buck. Maybe we ought to get him a pair of flip-flops. Maybe maybe we gotta change your wardrobe, Rich, and we'll uh, you know. I, I, oh, you I know, would I, love that. Do it, please. I just don't understand why I'm required when I get to the meeting on the fourth Wednesday of the month mm-hmm. that I must change my shoes and put flip flops on. You don't What's have with to. That? It's mandatory. There's no requirement. In fact, very few people wear flip flops to the meeting. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm the only nut job in the in the place that wears them pretty much all the time. Well, when the weather gets warmer and you know we change our wardrobe, yeah. That's what I'll be having on. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. You know, since we're talking about it and you keep bringing it up, I might as well say that we do have a local, uh, the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club. Yes. And as we've said now a couple times, the the meeting is on the fourth Wednesday of every month. That would be this month. It would be February 22nd. We do it at the Mission Inn every month, Mm -hmm. which is a very nice place to go. Um, The 22nd, it starts at, we open the doors at 630. Meeting starts at 7. Pretty much people would network around, get to know other real estate investors. Uh, we had a pretty big turnout last month. We had, yes. Oh, yes. what, about 170 people there? Yeah, I think so. they were, I, I saw it on the web, 170, 190 or something like that. Yeah, we had fun. like 200-something RSVPs, but only about right. 170 of them ended up showing up. Which, which is very good. good. Yeah, it's great. So You know what I like about what you're doing there? Hmm. You're not trying to sell anything. You know, it, we're, it's... it's As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's these programs on TV. Oh, God. The flip-flop people and all those, you know, and they have their... They have these seminars that they put on. They're actually not put on by them. They're licensed. There's a whole series. There's a whole backstory yes. there. But uh, the people that do those shows, they use their name, and they do these seminars, and they teach people how to invest in real estate. And it's a sales funnel. It starts out as a free meeting. You know, you come to for free, and they give yep. you some information, and they sell you into the next thing, which is the three-day seminar in Vegas yes. or wherever the case uh-huh. may be for a few hundred bucks. And then when you're at that thing, they sell you on, okay, here's the book. This is the book you need. It's three grand or something. And then there's also this mentorship thing, which is you get somebody to talk to you and walk you through each deal. And, uh, you know, it's going to be anywhere from, I've heard numbers from 25000 to $80,000. And I've heard that too. Yeah. And I would never go that way. It's like watching these shows on TV, you know, flip this house and that house and this, whatever. And I'm going, wait a minute. He bought that house for how much? He sold it for how? he bought it for a hundred thousand. He put twenty in. That's one twenty. He sold it for one fifty. He made thirty thousand. No, he didn't. 
Right. What about all the fees and uh, everything else that's required? Yeah, you paid a real it's estate a, agent five, six percent. They you know. forget oh, yeah. that. Yeah. And so when I'm adding up, I'm going, he just lost money. Right. But you know how he made money? He's got a TV show. How convenient. Well, why, if he's making <laughs> some money that? flipping, why don't he just go flip houses and don't do a TV show? He's yeah. selling the show for a trillion dollars, but he's losing money flipping. Yeah, there he's doing it for free. Yes. <laughs> and so we, over the years, we've went to some of these seminars. Mm -hmm. And listening carefully right up front, I said, oh, no, no, I'm not going there. Yeah. Because they'll take you so far and not tell you anything. Right. And it's all baloney. Of course. And I could tell that's how they were making their money. Mm -hmm. And so I really never got that far. And when I got into this, I just did it on whatever I thought I knew. Yeah. And then the good thing that happened with this disaster was I bumped into you guys. Mm -hmm. And if I had to do this over again, I would be going to that meeting and doing the networking, asking people questions, seeing what your people have to say. And I'm not trying to be a salesman for the meeting but and i'm not asking you to be <laughs> wait a minute but i thought you were going to pay me under the yeah, table but i appreciate it i mean yeah. hey but you go to the meeting you meet people you listen to the people you have as guests and you really learn something no nobody's trying to say you know buy my book later mm -hmm. And you have to meet people in the industry, make your connections and yep. what have you. And it is getting harder to do the flipping. I really sure. believe that. I mean, you know, it's it's hard to get in because yes. it seems easy. And I know we've been accused of making it look easy um, because right. it's easy for us. We've done it so many times now that it's not complicated. It's a systematic thing for us. Uh, and we have our rules in place that we don't oh. break, <laughs> um, you know, which is tough sometimes because we have clients, people we've worked with a lot of times and um, – you know, same the same rules apply today as they did on day one. We right. have to keep to our program because we don't want to get lax at any point mm -hmm. on any step in the pro in the in the, in the path because you'll get burned. It happens. You know, it's happened before. That's kind of why these rules now exist. You know, like our our lease agreement started out as a couple paragraphs. You know, and it's grown into several pages because over time you realize, okay, I guess I can't have you know certain dog breeds there uh, mm -hmm. because the insurance won't. Yeah, you know, uh -huh. I'll get I'll get my insurance canceled. So you have to start adding these different things over time. You learn as you go. Yep, you got to cover all kinds of different eventualities. Yep. That, that's how contracts get to be ten thousand words <laughs> right. because that's the way the law is, and that's the way the courts are, and you have to cover yourself. And we talked about foreclosure before, which is really a lender's only recourse, you know, in California for non-payment of a mortgage. They they need to be able to take that property and sell it to get their money back. And and you hope you never have to do it because it's not easy. And no. people can drive you up a wall and drag you out on it. Yeah. Even and, when you're doing it right. And the, 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 you know, and this might be kind of an unpopular opinion, but uh, this most recent recession we had, the banks ended up modifying a lot of loans. Yes. Um, instead of just going through the foreclosure process. And we could argue about how bad that would have been to the economy to just foreclose on everybody. But now we've set a new precedent where banks now are sort of expected to modify or negotiate, yes. negotiate a mortgage when it goes into default, which I, I don't know what that's going to do to the economy. We'll find out. You know, I, but I, I think the next recession that comes, even though I don't think that's happening anytime soon, uh, the next recession that does come, I think it's going to be an expectation of lenders to modify loans before they go for the foreclosure. I think if yes. lenders get inundated with too many loans, they would want to modify some because they just can't work the uh, foreclose on all of them. Mm -hmm. they, they're hoping some of them kind of slip back into a good-paying person. Right. And there's people that do. There's sure. people that make it. There's other people that really should just get out and give them the keys right. and go on to the next thing. Yeah. Especially in that recession where they were underwater and what have you. Yeah. The person that owns a house, his choice is financially to say, I'm $100,000 under, so how could I ever get back? Mm -hmm. Unless they just feel that they want to live in that place till they die because they love it that much and tenaciously hold on, maybe it's better to walk away and start over again. Yeah. It, you know, usually it ends up working out better for them in the long run yes if they to just get away from that problem especially if they're behind the credit score is going down uh, now they can't hardly do anything else it's better to cut that thing down rebuild their credit and get ready for when things come back right. of course that's to do with timing and everything else of course i don't feel either like we're going into another recession 
Uh, I feel that uh, even though we feel like, you know, with stocks at 20 times earnings plus, where has that got to go? But if their profits go up, then the times earnings will actually go down, and Mm -hmm. that will look better. Right. And we, you know, we're seeing now with Trump hopefully doing some of the things he says he's going to do, we will see that um, the banks make more money. Interest rates will tend to go up just a little bit. I don't think they're going to go up very far. Yeah, it may take a while, yeah. This world is not structured that way right now. No. We don't have that luxury. And so I think if you're, if you, if you're going to buy a house, now, now is as good a time as any. I, yeah, I agree. Rates are low. I mean, the rates are still low. Historically, you know, if you look at a chart going back, I mean. I remember paying 18%. Well, like in the 80s, everybody. early 80s. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't think that'll happen again. Hey, you never know. But you never know. You almost got to hope it would, because that means our economy is doing phenomenally oh, well. <laughs> no, it means we've got tremendous inflation. Inflation, sure, and the now, Fed's trying to prevent with the, it. With the baby boom generation retiring at 10000 a day, mm-hmm. these people are scaling down. They're not spending the money anymore. They're not buying the furniture and furnishing the houses. They don't have the kids in the families. They've all gotten older. That's holding things back. That's changing things. Yeah. But it's also making cheap, making it cheaper for borrow, to borrow when we are buying a house. True. So yeah. one thing kind of helps with the other. They always sort of balance each other out because yes. people tend to you know, spend everything they have and then some every single oh, yeah. month. So. Oh, that's normal. That's with anything. Yeah. Well, let's, you, <laughs> you know, know? Our, since we're talking about spending money now, I think we should get the, uh, the, the money spender involved in oh, the conversation yes. a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we should what? talk about shopping. So we, yes. So I guess shifting gears completely, we're just going to take a complete 180 here. Thank you, Rich, for talking about yes, the yes. flop. We, you know, it's you learn so much more from the flops than you do the flips. You, you just you, you're a genius when the flips are happening. I and you're making t- money, but when the flops happen, you're like, oh, okay, I screwed up big. I time. can tell every anybody everything not to do. <laughs> he could write a book and make a fortune if he sold the book for a dollar well. ninety five. Yeah. You have to find another show to promote it on, though. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> We're not selling anything here. We don't here. sell anything here. Well, the thing is, to before we go on with the shopping, on the female point of view, and, you know, whoever, mm-hmm. you know, the two guys, two girls, whomever, right? Sure. The thing is, you always, that extra person, always have to be two steps ahead of the partner that they are dealing with. Mean. Always. You mean like mean. the wife two steps ahead of the husband? You're two, yeah. you're, you're two steps ahead of this conversation right. already. I don't and, even know what you're talking okay. about. Okay, no. what, what, what they, they got to do, right? Like, and I've been around and seen different people in my families and a lot of good friends that made humongous mistakes. Yeah. And they go, what do I do that? I says, because you didn't shut your mouth and listen. <laughs> right. Right? The thing is, some people get it into their head where they know what they're doing. Okay, fine. Go do. Sure. And then when they start falling down, right, and everybody falls down. Mm-hmm. All of us did somewhere through our lives. And the more you fall down, the better you get. The stronger you stand, mm-hmm. right? Yep. That's how it is. All right. But when you guys are out there, and if it's a condo or a house, you know, a trailer, a, a TP, whatever that you want to get involved in, like I was saying before and the boys were saying before, do your homework. I'm always preaching this on everything. Take the time. Do your homework. Mm-hmm. And if something sounds too good to be true, guess what? It's too good to be true. Sure. Forget about it. Move on. And don't be afraid to ask questions. As silly as it may seem, ask that question. And you may go, well, asking that question just got this answer. I just saved $10,000. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just because you know people in the business don't think that you can jump right in. Mm -hmm. Do your homework, guys. Take your time. And if something doesn't look right, move on down the road because there's always that other house, TP, trailer, whatever it is. And something better is going to fit you. And then be happy. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because not just asking the right questions, but sometimes – like when we're when we're looking at materials, you know, you might find they got this great wood that we're looking to purchase for flooring or something like that, mm-hmm. and you say this is great. But then you ask the salesman, like, okay, everything looks good. This is actually a great price. Everything's good. But is this the best you could do? <laughs> you know, you got it. Is That's, this the best? You always can? ask yeah. for a discount. I, yeah, I, always. I always do that because when it came with with all the flips and and everything else, you learned very quickly, and 
I'm, I'm lucky. I took after my mother, my two aunties, and uh, my grandma, right? I learned how to wheel and deal, right? Yeah. It's a George thing, you know? Yeah. But, but that's what we do. <laughs> well, anyways, when we're out there picking out the colors and this and that, the best thing to do, even to your own homes, keep the color at a basic. Oh, yeah. You take three <laughs> colors, three, three colors only. And you run them colors through your whole house. Mm-hmm. You can mix and match your patterns for your pillows or your bedspreads or your towels, whatever it is, right? And if you keep the three colors and uh, the best three for any, any size house, right, do a lovely beige. Mm-hmm. You can put any color, any design with a beige. It never goes out of style. All right, a uh, lovely green. They proved green is a very calming, calming color. Yeah. And now what they've been doing for they realize you don't have to have blue or pink in the baby's nur- you know the nursery. Right. Do a calm color so when the the little one starts growing up, that color can stay with them. Mm-hmm. You know, for a number of years until they get to be a teenager. Then you shut the door and you say, "Forget about it. I don't <laughs> want. I don't want to see it." Right. And uh, then also stay away from white. Well, All yeah. whites. I hate white. Stay away from yeah. whites. That is a very starch, cold feeling. That's the late 1990s. Yes. You know, we looked at a house yesterday that was white tile, white kitchen countertops, white walls, you know, with that honey was, oak cabinets. Uh-huh. Was there a subway train there somewhere with the white? You it know was, how subway tile is always white? <laughs> they didn't actually have subway. That would actually have been a modern touch. It would have been mm-hmm. kind of nice, but no, yeah. they didn't. <laughs> do you have – I have to break in and ask a question. When you do a flip, Mm-hmm. Do you have certain things where you concentrate your efforts and money and design on in in the house to make it saleable and, and... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, but you you got to figure your marketing from the moment they pull up in the vehicle. You know, when they when they're coming down the neighborhood, you might even instruct the agent on a direction to take from the street. You know, to always take your clients this direction just because that's the nicer way to go. When mm-hmm. you go this other way, you're going to drive by some rundown looking property. Yeah. You know, you might even instruct as far as back as other people's houses. Right. Uh, <laughs> but then, you know, you're talking about curb appeal. Curb so appeal. pulling up, you know, what do you want them to see? You want to point out the features of the home. So, mm-hmm. you know, bringing some color to the doorway if you have something nice or you have some kind of feature. So anything you've basically spent money on, on a flip, you want people to notice it. You know, especially if you're trying to attract a buyer. And then once you walk in, grand entryways are always great. Chandeliers. Um, flowers. Yeah. You plants. Can flowers. Even uh, the smells. You know, a lot right. of agents used to cook cookies uh-huh. in the home when they would show them. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so they would have that homey kind of scent. We used to buy these things you could put on your air conditioning filter that would put the scent throughout the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Like vanilla. You can do floral. There's a lot of different things you can do. But, you know, people always say kitchens. Uh, and kitchens and bathrooms sell houses, and that's true. But mm-hmm. everything about a house sells the house. Anything about a house could turn us could turn a potential buyer off. So if you decide not to do anything with that rock fireplace, you just want to spray it white. Uh, that's a bad decision because uh-huh. that that could turn people off. You'd hey. probably be better off keeping the rock and having the natural stone and making that work with mm-hmm. the design of the house because it comes from a certain era. People like. Some stuff from the you know from the mid century mm-hmm. you know with those with those rocks and those earth tones. So. Yeah. What about and the yeah. backyard? Backyards. <laughs> How important is that? I'm jumping yeah. over a bit yeah. here, but I had to finish this Don't question. Don't go to backyard. Don't go there. <laughs> yeah, back, backyards are kind of a blank canvas we look at. So it's sort of a, just clean it up, make it look nice. A lot of times, unless it's a really high end neighborhood, it's kind of a blank canvas for the homeowner to let them do what they want to do. But well, one I'm thing glad you said that. One thing we've been doing to spruce up a little bit is maybe put a little, uh, like a garden in the back that already has mature plants, because you can buy these yes. at Home Depot, have some tomatoes growing. Some- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Something like that because it gives people the idea like, oh, I could garden back here and have uh-huh. my own fresh vegetables, whatever. So it's something nice and it's cheap. You know? Well, the simplest thing to do for... The builder, the contractor, the people that are going in and flipping the house, whatever it is, walk through the property, mm-hmm. right, first of all, in the neighborhood. That's very important. And go different times during the day and different days of the week. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get a feeling. During the week when everybody's working, it's quiet, it's clean, everybody's nicey-nicey. You don't know what they're doing on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So go and check with the police department. How many cops had to come over here? Blah, blah, blah. Do that. Right? But when you walk through the front door of that house, that condo, whatever it is, picture yourself living in that house. Mm -hmm. What makes you get that homey, fuzzy feeling that we all like when when we walk into a piece of property? Right? Mm -hmm. Then run with that idea. Yeah. That's the simplest way. Don't say, oh, well, the style is the antique uh, cabinets and in, in the kitchen, which I love. I love the antique cabinets. Sure. And I love to see the glass in the cabinet doors. Mm-hmm. It makes the room look bigger. They look brighter, you know, and it just – and then have the little lights inside. So when you open up the door – the, the lights show up, or in the evening you can take one of the little lights and turn them on, and you've got a, a, a night light. Yeah. You know, little things like this. Think outside the box. What makes you happy? And I'll tell you, the two best people, best out of everybody to take to look at a piece of property, your mom and your Grammy or your auntie. Okay. All right? They lived how many houses, how many condos, whatever. Sure. Take them and say, okay, Mom, G- Grammy, what what do you see? That's that's a fantastic idea to bring people with you. You know, if, if Mom and Grammy aren't around anymore, you, know, you, can always bring, uh, mm-hmm. you can always bring somebody that's bought homes before and has lived in homes because, you know, you find the first-time home buyer is a very different client than the second-time oh, yeah. home buyer. Yeah. The person that's buying the second. Because the fir- when you're a first-time home buyer, you're idealistic. You think, I'm going to have all this time to build these new cabinets and do all these fancy things. You're, you're very not- uninformed. You have no idea what you're know. getting yourself into when you're doing that. But when you buy your second home, you're like, I don't want to have to do anything the moment I walk into this turn house. Turnkey. I want it turnkey. The other, right, the other then, thing wait, is... Wait, 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 go ahead. And the other thing, too, uh, one of my very close girlfriends... Mm-hmm is Tony, and she owns Decorating Den. Okay. Where's and that I, It's in uh, Redlands, okay. right over there on 4th. Okay. Right? Lovely place. And she's been in the business for years and years and years, and she does the Douglas uh, blinds and all of this, oh, sure. right? And she goes all over the world to, to – to, I mean, she, she's a terrific lady. And also she's Sicilian, so that makes it easy, <laughs> right? But also, if you know someone that is a good designer Mm -hmm. that you trust and you respect their opinion, bring that person or two people in with you Mm -hmm. because everybody's going to see something that the other person overlooked. Right. You you know, so so do that. And again, stay with your basic colors. Don't go wacky, wacky. Right. And uh, don't say, oh, gee, I've seen this uh, picture and a photograph in a magazine. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they had professional designers doing that. Right. Now, if you see, and I've done this a couple of times, and it really helps. If you go through the magazines, newspapers, different ads, you see something that you like, cut the picture out and have it blowing up a little bit. And tape it into the kitchen or the bedroom or the bathroom or or your office or whatever it is. Go back two or three different times during the day on different days and take a look. And if you still like it. Then go with that idea. Yeah, yeah, you that's, know that's good advice too. Yeah, and then the the other thing too is when it comes to fireplaces, the simpler, the better. Yeah. Right, and um, everybody that we know, and especially myself, you like the big mantles on the fireplace. That's what I was going to say. Big mantles. So, mm. so during the holidays or whatever day it is, you know, you want to put your nicky nacky or whatever up sure. there. 
You had the room for it. Those little pinwheels that they fall apart. You know, you yep. have to put the candles underneath them. Yes, I, I hate those things. <laughs> I had two of them, and uh, they were given away uh, immediately. You know, but all of these things, this is what you're going to do. And here's another idea, and it works. All right, now you want to talk about designs. Mm-hmm. If you have children, and if the child is four years or older, where he or she can understand the question, ask that child or that young adult, this is going to be your bedroom. What would you like? Mm-hmm. Because the more happier they are in that bedroom, believe it or not, the better they behave. Yeah. And when they have to go and do the homework in the room or they're on um, timeout or, you know, whatever it is, and do that, you yeah. know? And, and all of these things a lot of people don't think about. They look in, and when you're ready to sell your house, this is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. The big number one rule remove all of your personal items your family pictures and and the dog and the cat and the orang the tang and <laughs> get all of that out of there because when people come they don't want to see your family treasures or right. your photographs or the orangutan they want to picture that area as theirs right where can they put their sofa or the rocking chair or whatever i'm almost done don't do that. <laughs> you know and and all of these things that's what you got to do right and again Good smells of flowers or good herb or cookies or pumpkin pie. Pumpkin oh. pie is the best. Oh, yeah. You know, do that. Have um, a nice little platter on, on the counter, right? Have some water, some bottled waters and some paper cups for them or plastic cups. If they get thirsty, they can take this bottled water with them, mm-hmm. right? But when you're a flipper, that's up to the real estate person to control some of that. Even well, the yeah, flipper can do that. Well, you're not going to be there. Normally, unless you want to You sell should your, be there. If, if you're the real estate person. The other thing I found That's out. That's why we hire real estate agents. We right. don't, I, I don't show okay. the houses ever. Yes. You know, we hire an agent for that because that's their job. Their, their job is to market it. We can always make suggestions yes. uh, to them, but and they, I don't want to step on their toes either. Well, you know what? Real quick. You know why you sh- they should be there, the flipper, the first time? Hear the response of what people are saying or feeling about that piece of property. You may hear something and put it in your memory bank for the next time around. You didn't go, you know, I didn't think about that, but hot diggity dog. So, Write a little note or something. Well, we have we have a good method for this. Sorry, Rich. Didn't what, mean to what, 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 what's Go a good method? We have, okay, so there's these cameras put out to, uh, by a company called Arlo. Uh, ah, yes. And Arlo will, will record the audio and video from inside the home. It's our home. We're allowed to put cameras inside, mm-hmm. uh, so and they're and they're very conspicuous. We always make sure they're they're known that they're there, uh, and you put up a little sign that says you know video in progress, so that way mm-hmm. people know that uh, they're going to be there. But people will talk about the house, and we can sit there and review what people do on the showings. Helps you. Know, you. It helps us because we we found out recently we had a, we have a place in Palm Springs that we're selling, and it uh, people were saying there's no electrical outlet for the refrigerator. This is an over, oversight by us. We completely forgot to put an outlet behind the refrigerator space because we moved where the refrigerator goes. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, oh, we really need to get that there now. <laughs> and a water line for the water. That we maker. had. Yeah. That we had. You know, we the other thing I about the electrical <laughs> outlet. And people walking through noticed it. I was actually kind of shocked. Like, we didn't see yeah. it. And we'd walked through the house prior to calling it done. Nobody called it out on our team. Uh, wow! Wasn't until people walked through and noticed it was not there, and they said, "Where am I going to plug my refrigerator?" You know, and so the other thing I'd have a, a I'd be watching if I expected any uh, Chinese Oriental buyers, the Feng Shui, to be a, aware of that and yes. how they they're worried about that. You know, the stairs pointing right out the front door. They don't like that. Don't like that. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. So why make it harder to sell a house? Yeah. If, if you're into that market, or expect that. Yeah, and that actually that place in Palm Springs that came up as an it issue did. because we have a French door. If you walk in the front door, you walk you can walk straight out some French doors. So we already knew that we were not going to probably get uh, a buyer that really wanted that feng shui because that mm-hmm. you don't want money going through the house. Right. Through the house, right? You know, and that's a big deal. So that's but that's design stuff. People, you know, we hire designers for that kind of thing, and well, we we knew going in we can't really change the house. Sure. You know, and we're not going to put a wall there. Sure. Because it didn't make sense for the rest of the house to have a wall. But you'd know why some of those buyers weren't going to buy. Yep. One of the things we wound up doing 
before and with the real estate people is I did research on the net of all the other houses that were in the neighborhood for sale. Mm -hmm. And we were in this so long that month after month, I would go on Zillow where they show all the pictures, actually download the address of the house, what they were asking, mm -hmm. what uh, pictures of what it looked like, and put them on a file on my own computer. I had a, a hundred houses wow. by the time we were done, just because we were there too long. Sure. Uh, but... What it did for me was gave me an idea of where I should start the price, not only from what the real estate person says, mm -hmm. uh, because they could have their own reasons uh, for giving you a price, but I wanted to kind of figure out what was selling, what it looked like, and why it was selling or wasn't selling. So I kept up that way by knowing the whole neighborhood and what sold for, and finally marking down what it sold for in my own little file. Yeah. But I had the time to do this. I was the guy that, you know, you guys are doing so many, you'd say, you've got to be kidding me. I'm not going to hire somebody to do that. <laughs> uh, but knowing a little bit about what goes on in the neighborhood as you're trying to sell your house helps in, mm -hmm. in many different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Always walk through your, your neighbor's homes. Go check out open houses. Mm -hmm. we, say, we say go to new home construction because they have their models out there. Uh, the model homes. Yes. Walk through the model homes because they're decorating them for today's buyer. And you know, they're fantastic. They usually are. You know, they have all the upgrades that they're trying to sell people in the new sure. attract development. But, uh, you know, the the staging they put in, the furniture, all that stuff is there. That's the current design trends. You know, and and get your ideas from we that. We did a little bit of staging. We wound up doing that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah there's furniture in there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. I mean. As much as you need. You know, you don't have to go out like that. You can. Like, we've done stuff as simple as putting towels on the towel rack, you know, and a couple, like a little sure. vase on the countertop, you know, yes. very minimal. We have yes. a place in Big Bear. That's what we did. And very minimal. It depends on what neighborhood you're looking at. Right. And what age group do you want to uh, attract to get them into that home or that condo to buy? Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's what you got to think of. And real quick, I want to say one more thing and then. I will let you close oh, your yeah. show. <laughs> and thank you for having us. This of has course. been fun. All right. Recap. Do your homework on everything and everybody. Number one. Number two, don't think, oh, it's such and such a price. Whatever. Let's say it's nineteen ninety five. Mm -hmm. You better triple that. <laughs> and then have a triple amount back to back you up. Rule of thumb with the money. Sure. Right? When you go to stage it, very clear, very clean. Be happy. Check the schools, the neighborhoods, the police departments, the PTA, the fire department. Check all of this. Sure. Right? And what I did in, in all the homes is I found out where's near school, the easiest way to, you know, to get there back mm -hmm. and forth, where the fire department was, how many minutes, the, the police department, the hospitals, and all of this. Sure. Right? Do all your homework, and then you're going to go, now let's go shopping. Yeah. With Bev, yeah. I'll help you. There you go. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, Bev has a show on KCAA here. Uh, that is the Let's Go Shopping show. That's on Wednesdays. Yes. What yes. time is that? Is it two? From 1 to 2. One. 1 to 2. Yeah, and you're going to be on in a couple of weeks because there's a person that's going to be on the show that I want you to jibber-jab with. Okay. I love jibber-jabbing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we are running a little short on time. I'm getting a uh, – he's either telling me – Oh, two. We got two minutes. Well. You gave you the two of showed me the peace sign. I wasn't sure. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. Hey, Brandon, how did he get the peace uh, sign? In yesterday, I got the one finger. What's up with this? <laughs> well, the, uh, I, I hold up the peace sign for two minutes and then the finger for one. Oh, okay. We wouldn't have known that if you didn't tell okay. us. Okay. <laughs> and Brandon, thank you again for another good day of broadcasting. Absolutely. Thank you, Brandon. No yes. problem. Uh, okay, so to wrap up, for those of you that are interested in investing in real estate here in the Inland Empire or anywhere else, I guess, uh, and if you have time, come on out to the Mission Inn on the fourth Wednesday of this month. That would be on uh, February 22nd. That's at 6.30 p.m. at the Mission Inn in Riverside. Uh, we also do some other meetups uh, during the month. We've already done one of them, and two of them we haven't scheduled yet, actually, so we don't have dates. Well, Go on your website. Yeah, you can go on meetup.com, look up the Inland Empire Real Estate Investment Club, or you can go on Google and just type in uh, Real Estate Investments Riverside. We'll probably come up as the first result. Yes, you we're, will. Mm -hmm. We're first result on quite a few of those things. Um, we uh, we do have a Saturday morning coffee that we do. Oh, yeah. Them coffees are nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We come out the Saturday before the fourth Wednesday, so that would mm -hmm. be uh, since the fourth Wednesday is the 22nd, the Saturday morning coffee will be on the 18th. That's going to be at 8 o'clock in the morning because uh, it's got to be in the morning. I don't like to drink coffee too much in the afternoon. Uh, but 
will be uh, it's eight in the morning on Saturday the eighteenth, and we uh, <laughs> we uh, we just network. It's networking. It's free. Just come on out. Uh, I highly recommend it. I highly recommend it. Absolutely. And that about does it for this week. We will see you all next Thursday at 4 p.m. right here on KCAA. Have a good week, everyone. Ciao. Bye. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.